Hello and welcome to the DigiTech Jar podcast with me, Rebecca Fox, and Nikki Burns My Willow. In DigiTech Jar, we open the lid on all things digital technology and delivery, leadership, strategy, and people. And we might even delve into some current affairs in an informative but lighthearted and fun way for your education, but most importantly, your enjoyment. So in this podcast, we're going to talk about job hunting. Job hunting, that's a really apt thing to talk about in this, yeah, I'm going to say not post-COVID, mid-COVID environment. Yeah, are we mid? Are we still post? I'm a bit confused of where we are. But anyway, yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good thing. We might be going back in again. Well, we might be, you know, or some parts might be, which is a bit scary, you know. What's who's next? Burnley potentially in Rochdale. Very scary times. Oh, well, uh, yes. Well, I can say we're recording this when Leicester's still in in the middle of of lockdown. We're not we're not in Leicester, you robbers. But um, yeah, yeah, it's a very very strange very strange time. But job hunting, um, Nikki, is is as you know is is you know there's people being made redundant. You know, every day mm-hmm. we see in the news, and people in yep. digital and technology. Um, you know, absolutely are in in some ways, you know, re- required to find other jobs once they lose those jobs in 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 that sector. You know, and it's quite a tough market. It's a very competitive market, that's for sure. You know, and I know as, as a woman in a small business trying to find new clients um, to to get to get my business and service in. It's you know, it's 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 tough, but it's also tough finding jobs and finding contracts um, if 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 that if that's what you do. It is. And, you know, as a person who is currently in that basket, if you like, of looking for alternative roles, um, as I am a, a casualty of COVID and I'm soon to be made redundant, um, it's it's very much it's a learning curve. Are you a casualty of COVID? So I <laughs> I am a casualty of COVID. Yes. Yes. It's a sad other, time. Yes. I'm one of the thousands. I'm a special casualty. Yes. Yeah. I think I should have my yeah. own TV show. Yes, I think you've, um, you've, you've so, now got a podcast. It's great. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm going to be in the big bad world. The only thing is, I haven't got a lot of doctors and nurses around me looking after me, trying to like kind of get me to that next <laughs> uh-huh. role. It's just what I really need them to do, uh-huh. really. So uh-huh. yes, you know, well, give me that it, ER machine and tell me, or EKG machine and tell me, this is your next role. You are going to be, uh-huh. and we have you will be starting on this day. So that would be fantastic it, if that happened. Wouldn't it happened. be so lovely to, to do that? Wouldn't it be so lovely to to just you know go from one role to the next? And, and I'm and I'm so sorry that you're that you're in the situation you're in now where where you're in the process of being made redundant. But I also know because that's why that's why we're talking is you're absolutely blooming awesome um, at, at what you do. <laughs> you know you you know what what is it you do by the way. <laughs> Tell everyone, I know what you do. I don't even know what I do. No, um, I, I'm currently head, <laughs> well, head of client delivery. I think that's what it's called. Yeah, it's, it looks good on paper, but, you know, you just never quite know what the role is. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of a cross between a program manager come business relationship manager. I think that's mm-hmm. a good way to put it. So I look after IT projects um, and dealing with business stream as well as client related with contracts. And I work with commercial and a lot of other departments within Larry Beck. And yeah, unfortunately to say the role is coming to an end. So yeah, Yeah, so it's time to spread the wings and move on to greater things. I know you're the woman that gets shit done. That's what I know you as. You just you just get stuff done, and um, yeah. And I, I suspect you're also getting that that same stuff done in terms of finding your next exciting role. So what 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 are you doing about that? I think this is what we probably want to tease out 
during the next um, 35 minutes is, is what should people be doing? Because I know you're going to get a fantastic role, you know, pretty soon. But actually, lots of other people do struggle to find that next role that, that, that's, that's the right role for them. So what, what have you been doing? What, what, what do you think you should be doing? So I personally, as soon as I was advised that I was on the at-risk register, which... Uh, probably shouldn't have said that, but there we are. It's out there now, so it's there. Um, is I, I immediately... <laughs> well, you know. Um, I immediately went on to LinkedIn just to see what was out there and just kind of yeah. see the lay of the land um, because I know that's a really good professional way to kind of get your network and, and to kind of just see what is going on in the LinkedIn world. Um, And I then started to get, you know, I got my CV up to date, which is really important. I've, you know, I've I've got in touch with some of the recruiters that I know through working at Larry Beck and put out a personal claim to them, just kind of saying, this is my situation. Um, I sent my CV out and got that reviewed by, what seemed like thousands of different people um mm. and i just started to apply for jobs but i also in the in the same time i also set up a support group for those um at larry beck who are at risk of redundancy to try to see what i could do and cast a net out to other people as well so by doing that i was that also is- getting myself out there as well as them yeah. as as my colleagues Nikki, that's crazy because because I because I say crazy, crazy, good, crazy because it's it's nuts. I mean, you're clearly in a place where you know you've you've got to sort yourself out and get your you're reaching out to people to to create a network and to actually help others. And I, I think I think I'm you know it's it's quite, I, I just I think it's just you are such a lovely person and someone that gets shit done. Doing that's amazing. <laughs> so so what kind of things did you do with that network? So what I did was I went on to LinkedIn and I just did shout outs and I did a little message because when you go to connect someone, you can send a message with them at the same time. Yeah. So I gave them a little brief about myself um, and then I gave a brief about, you know, I'm just, the support group is there to do this, so which is to help some colleagues at risk. And I, I branched out to people that are in the same industry. So it's the utility and energy sectors. Um, but at the same time, I also did that to people within my own network outside of that for myself. So I did the same thing, but with, as I say, with the recruitment firms that I was confident in and I had experience of dealing with before and to my second contacts. And the key there is the second, because your first contact is people that are very quite personal. They could be ex-team members, ex-colleagues, but Mm. they knew you very well whereas with your second level contacts they know of you but they're more inclined to reach out to you in that respect and they're more inclined to to be in different roles and different organizations and go oh hold on a minute yeah i I know something as a a validation that they that they know nikki and actually they they know nikki through a person they they also know okay That's a really interesting way yeah. of using. I mean, obviously, it's designed to, to, to LinkedIn to use it way, but it, it's great. I think you just go into LinkedIn. I must say, you know, we, we've both worked in 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 IT digital technology for what what probably seems like a lifetime, but you know, LinkedIn, you know, yes. it's, it's kind of come left field, and anyone not using that now for you know for you know certainly a big part of their job. So it's not just recruiters, but also you know, starting with the job boards. I mean, it, you know, you're, you're missing a huge trick, obviously. So. Yeah, and I think it's you know LinkedIn is is a, it's a professional tool. It's not like your Facebook where you're 
you know, having a moan or you're, you're you know, you're trying to have, you know, a, a bit of banter with wow. your mates. It is purely professional. You, you do you do say that, but I've seen some bizarre posts recently on on LinkedIn. It makes me think it's Facebook. Yeah, oh. um, but it's not as 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 left field as no, Facebook, shall we say? It, 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 you know, it, it tries to add a bit of humour in because it is a very it's a very difficult time for so many people. So you need to yeah. have a bit of fun. Now, obviously, LinkedIn police come along and they go, "Oh, naughty! This is more of a Facebook post than a LinkedIn post." But I think <laughs> if you can kind of rise above that, and I have seen that a few times, you know, if you rise above that, you know, you do have a, you need to have a bit of sense of, of fun, and you need to have that. And I have to say yeah, that true. in the last week and a half, well, two weeks that I've been on LinkedIn. Literally, I have never felt so much support in a professional area than LinkedIn. Everybody is there to help everyone. At one point, it used to be yeah. almost like Games of Thrones. You're going in and you have to protect yourself. And it's, you know, you know, Winterfell versus, it, it just, you know, something else. You know, you'd have to go in and you're fighting against people. Whereas now it's like... We want to support you. We want to help you. And people are sharing posts and sharing adverts. It's amazing. It does feel that COVID's brought us all together um, a bit more. It is, which is, which is obviously, it's not great in terms of the situation, but it is great the way everyone's kind of come together. And it's, you know, I think you're right in probably probably difference because obviously I am on Facebook, but I mean you, as well. But I mean, you look at Facebook, and Facebook's just like a carnage at some point, isn't it? Whereas LinkedIn, I think you're right; it's much more. Um, it's much more collective and, and networking and positive, um, I think, which is which is which is really good. So that's amazing. You know, use LinkedIn to your best advantage. So, some of the things that I've noticed recently is that there's a load of jobs that are being advertised through um, hiring firms or recruitment firms and, and job boards, and people mm. um, from those job boards are seeing roles that are being advertised. And they're going, oh, I'll take that and put that onto our job board without actually having conversations with uh, okay. hiring managers or hiring companies. They're going, oh, let's, let's do that. Because that's a way for you to get you as an individual signed up to that job board. But 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 I, I, um, I think there's, you know, I think, I, think, I think a couple of things have happened though in the marketplace, so Nikki. First of all, you know, people... You know, different. There's, there's, you know, the recruiters are struggling. You know, the, the the clients I'm working with, as soon as COVID COVID hit, like in March, there was there was recruitment freezes. You know, people were, you know, and all, and also I also know offers being rescinded, and that's, you know, quite, you know, quite um, a stark situation. It's definitely become a little bit easier, but recruiters are, are desperate for business, and of course you've got LinkedIn there, which is providing a fairly cheap way to access jobs and a cheap way for firms to reach out to people you know like us um directly rather than going through recruiters and i wonder if the recruiters are, are, are struggling and suffering right now in this environment as well well they must be. yeah i think that's probably is the way for some of them um you know and i think some ways of the recruiters is to kind of pinch off others but I think it's important that you find the right recruitment firms to do that and I think if you've got a recruitment firms that ring you and, and take the time to find out more about you and then do those check-ins with you then you know you're on you're you're on to someone who's mm. going to look after you and I think what happens in some cases and again this is not all we're not recruiter bashing 
um, you know, it's not a whack-a-mole process of, oh, this recruitment firm, this, I'll bash that one and, and you know, go on to the next one. I think it's, it's important for recruiters to understand that people are vulnerable and people just want a job. And, you know, they need to have a bit of awareness of that because otherwise, as I say, if you line up with a load of recruitment firms and they just catch your CV and they they send it on or they don't send it on just for you to remain on the books and not have that care and attention, that's mm. just going to upset you as the person who's on those books and not trust the recruitment companies. Um, but I take your point. Yes, there are a lot of people that are looking for business. Um, but I think there's there's means and ways to go about it in the right way. Yeah, it's it's interesting because I, I you know I, I I do I do know a number of, of recruiters because of either, either, you know look, looking looking for people or looking looking for certain roles and and it's it's what's really interesting is actually the good ones kind of stay with you for quite a while and and you know you, you get repeat business and actually you know it's you know recruitment sales and actually it's, it, it, recruitment also reminds it me is. of, of um, of Facebook, you know, I think I said this in one of the previous podcasts. It's like, you know, certainly from a from a candidate's point of view, you know, you're not paying the recruiter for this service, and actually, if you're not if you're not paying the recruiter for the service or whatever else, they no, invest, you're not. You well, mm. <laughs> so, mm. so, so you'd like them to kind of think. Mm, let me think. Yeah, you know, they do need to treat you know, candidates with with um, you know with with care. I think the challenge is always going to be that you know they must be getting. You know, in fact, I know this because I've been I've been helping with recruitment um, with with a client, and you know, there there are hundreds of CVs coming through, and, and good CVs right now because there's so many people, not so many people, but a lot more people on the market right now that 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 are either looking to change jobs or or need to find work. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely tough, definitely tough out there. It, it, but you know, it is, people it is looking tough. for work and, and recruiters, and also people hiring. So. Yeah, and you know, yeah. hopefully now, you know, though, you know, in the positive, you know, to put a positive spin on this because obviously it seems a bit doom and gloom. Um, you know, there are more jobs being advertised every day, um, so we are mm-hmm. seeing a slight uplift in, in what is available out there. Um, I do think it's sector related, and I also think it's region related, um, but it is on the up. Um, and I think that's the important thing is don't lose for those that are using LinkedIn, don't lose hope. Um, you know, I've, I've seen stories where people have been trying to find their roles for five months, four months, three months time. And they're getting a little bit, you know, worried about, you know, whether or not they're actually going to be put forward for a role and, and get a role. Mm-hmm. But I think it, you are starting to see a change. I'm starting to see a change. And though, yes, those rejections are coming in, I also see roles being advertised. So, you know, just keep going and yeah. just keep plugging away because there's, it's it's so definitely important. Definitely jobs out there. Definitely jobs out there. And I must say, I really feel for people that, that you know that were that were looking to work at the beginning of lockdown because literally it was it was so little going on. Um, but you know, obviously things were things were going on, and I, and I and I think I think in terms of that you know with the recruiter i think i think it's so important to build up a rapport to to give them a sense of urgency that you are the best candidate you know however you however mm-hmm. you do that and actually i think knocking on the door of a recruiter 
that doesn't specialize in the type of work you're looking for, you may as well just not bother. You need to you need to find someone that wants you and your skill set for for the for the yeah. sector they're looking in and the, and the region they're looking in. Otherwise, that that you know they're not they're not going to much help to you. But that rapport is so important and that keenness and it's you know I'm sure we'll touch on mental health later on in this in this thing. But you know I've I've been there um, you know several years ago where you just need to find work you know mm-hmm. obviously money was always important but you just need to find work and it's it's really debilitating you know just your your mental strength is just sapped especially with you know you you know of course you're going to get rejections because you can't just go and get the first job that you go for um or maybe you can maybe maybe you can I think you should do I haven't haven't been able to yet but I used to used to be able to put the CV out there and then within I'd get a job and that would be the job that I want and then I'd get it um obviously though I was either see that's what you get you see when you're a golden child like myself that's what happens and when you're super like myself <laughs> that's what happens you put your cv out there and bang you you know you you, you picked up straight away but that's in the past super these days these days I am still super and amazing but there are a lot of other people that are also super and amazing yeah. so it, it's you know it's it's trying to pick out the me 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 bit and jump that little bit higher yeah. and if you're short like myself it's really hard to get springs in your steps you know to get that bounce that much higher than... <laughs> i'm gonna say let's think how tall are you definitely smaller than me <laughs> most people are are, are are smaller than you rebecca <laughs> you know you are true. you are so yeah so yeah so so, so yeah, so let's, let's yeah, move so, on so, to something different, shall we? Rather than your height, because you know that just makes me feel inferior because I'm smaller. Talk about me all the time. Well, the problem is being tall doesn't help me get a job anymore, does it? Because I got to do video calls. Maybe she's gone to video calls. Because ultimately, when people go for job interviews, yeah, they're just going to see your throat because you're sitting too high, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is she tall? Is she not tall? I've got no is she idea. tall? Is she dead skinny? I don't know. Teenchy, teenchy, teenchy. I don't know. Is she sitting on a bar stool that, you know, gets hydraulics to make you look higher? I don't know. You know? <laughs> no, but, but, if, you know, but you're doing your... it's like, you know, <laughs> go on. Well, I was just going to say, because it's like nowadays your interviews are, are on Teams or Zoom or some teams, other video yeah. type type forum and you know you've got to learn to look at the camera but look at them and you don't want to look at you know what's on your wall or what's on the tv that you've got in the background because you're trying to be really serious for your interview and and it's it's well it's, it's more important it's, about what you've got people, the wall behind you well, I'm, gonna I'm not going to say what's on the wall behind me, but you know, it's it is daunting <laughs> for those things. I bet, I bet um, you're in some beautiful apartment somewhere. <laughs> Am I? Oh, I don't know. How, how, did you know that? How do you, can you see me? <laughs> oh, uh, I don't think I can see have you. Got, have, you, have, you, have, you uh, have you been in my house and put the webcams up again? What have I told you about that? I'm so sorry. That court order. <laughs> well, I tried. <laughs> you clearly do not order. listen. No, well, you just don't. <laughs> so, no, it's... But, yeah, but, going back to but, the videoing, like, because, you know... It's true. It's like, you know, who who's, you know, certainly if you're not being, you know, I'm I'm certainly in that adapt now at using my using video calls all day, every day. But people that have never worked from home or people that have not needed to, you know, just video calls are to start off with, they're they're, you know, very intense. You know, you can't drift off and do something else. Well, but you don't want to do that in an interview anyway, do you? But um yeah, they're quite intense because you're just in that one place. And I think it takes practice to be to be good at it and come across confident on them for sure 
Absolutely. And I think it's really important that, you know, all the times that we've spent down in lockdown doing our Zoom quizzes and various other things that, you know, everybody's been doing or doing karaoke online, you know, with your mates or, or whatever. I think it's 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 a good way to get that practice in, in terms of this is how I need to be on an interview. This is where I need to look at my screen. This is where I need to set the height of my laptop or computer or whatever it is that you're using to have those interviews. Because you, you, it's also important to look professional. So if you're going for your interview, don't wear a T-shirt. Don't wear, you know, what you would do, you know, you know, if you just got out of bed and you're just logging in to do yeah. some work for the first time of the morning, which is, you know, what some people do, you know, it's still an interview, it's you know, and you interview. still have to do, yeah, yeah it, and you still have to have that professional way about you um I, and it's I so important a couple of interviews i actually did a couple of interviews um last week actually for for, for a client and and it was really quite interesting because the um because the, the two people i interviewed both of them came on with like um a suit and tie and it was it was very quite bizarre really actually <laughs> it's just like suit and tie. Uh, but did it they... felt like it was over formal I, I assume they were wearing trousers as well of course but yeah i just um yeah, it was very, it's very odd. I felt like, you know, just take, just relax, take your tie off, you know, chill out. Yeah, I think was, there's um, formal and there's over formal because it's like, would you normally, I mean, you've got to, to also respect, you're still in lockdown. So yeah, for me, do you have to be suited and booted? Maybe not to that degree, but you still have to look professional. And I think I, having, I totally agree with that. if you're What's on your Zoom, hair, don't have, don't, yeah, exactly, you know, and, you know. I don't know. Take some take some meds, you know, for that hangover that you might have. So at least you know you sound <laughs> a bit more with it, um, and and don't have your, you know, those funny backgrounds that you can get, like you can get on Zoom and and Teams these days, where you can what, have like, like an exotic one, yeah? or something. <laughs> yeah, oh, the Simpsons one, or like the ones where you can be in like you know be in the TARDIS or whatever else. That's kind of maybe not that, unless of course you're going for that kind of role and you want to be the next Doctor yeah, Who or it's really whatever. Creative. It's absolutely it's a whole new skill set isn't it we've got to learn about how to behave you know properly and professionally when when doing interviews um and it and it, it's it's just a different world isn't it from from you know four or five months ago it's crazy it is but at least this way you don't have to you know shake hands with someone who might have a really rubbish handshake or might be a really sweaty <laughs> handshake there's nothing worse when you go into an interview and you shake hands with someone and it's either shaking hands with like just someone's finger and you just think well is that a handshake is that is that how it is or you know or anyway, somebody well, exactly like, or if they got somebody's got really sweaty hands just because they got sweaty hands and you just come away and you just want to disinfect your hands all all morning and you just you're secretly wiping your hands on your on your hips or your thighs because you just you well, still you, feel the, the clamminess of someone's hands it's just well, I've shaken someone's hand. You've got to disinfect it, haven't you? So it's just. A, I was going to say maybe it's not a sweaty hand we've got to watch out for. Maybe it's just the quality of someone's internet that we've got to watch out for. Maybe the, maybe the oh. business of internet is equivalent of, of, a, of a sweaty limp handshake. Well, there's, but I think with that, you know, if you have an interview, my advice would be if you have your partner or your kids at home, no one's on a game. No one's on the PlayStation. Nobody's doing something that's doing high internet speeds. Have everybody come off for yeah. that hour, however long your interview is. It's an hour or whatever. Mm -hmm. Most cases, it'll be an hour and 15. And just literally make sure that all the bandwidth is just for you. Close down all your other apps on your thing and just concentrate on that. 
Totally agree. I think that's I think that's really good advice because actually, you know, we're all you know people are at home, multiple households and families and stuff. We're all we're all trying to use that bandwidth, aren't we? And it, you're right. It doesn't you know maybe for the up team is you can turn the video off with 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 your work colleagues, but actually when you're in an interview, you've got to be showing your best face forward. Um, and I yeah, totally agree with absolutely. that. Tell the family this is important because you, know, you know ultimately work is important. Yeah, because you know you want that job to be able to buy the next game for your children, or or to buy the next, you know, piece of equipment that your your children or your 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 other significant other wants. Um, mm-hmm. So you know you want to you want to present and you want to make sure that you're you're not like that during your interview. You know, <laughs> Did, was that was that a deliberate? That was really good. You, you that was deliberate. To, um, <laughs> really cool i was gonna say one 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 thing i always remember doing in fact you know i i i always liken you know when i when i was when i didn't work for myself didn't have a business i i would you know i'd always liken what i do now which is looking for sales you know to to to, to grow my business and, and and to keep the money coming in you know looking for work is a sales job you know ultimately it's you know it's, it's you've got a funnel of of you know potential roles coming in and you whittle it down you get to further and further and and I must say it's like you know I don't know how many people kind of track the jobs they've applied for and it can be quite disheartening of course because most of them mm-hmm. are you know we're going to go nowhere even if even if the amount of the right job but but I think I think for me the, the one bit of advice I've, I've, you know I would definitely share with people is just plan and structure and make notes of of who you've who you've written off to you know that recruiter that's not got back to you just to know know you go back and show that you've got got that because actually not keeping track of what you've done means you can never move forward. And, and ultimately, I think get, getting, you know, getting the next job is a numbers game. You know, I've missed it. If you apply for no jobs, you're probably going to get no role and no job. No jobs, yeah. But actually, you've just got to keep it going. Um, you do. And um, I've, going. I've, yeah, and I've, you know, it, it just, it's, it's just a very simple spreadsheet. I've just included the, the title of the job, um, the, um where the job came from so was it linkedin via a recruiter is it linkedin okay. via this if it's a job board what job board it is or was it direct um i've put in things like um interview yes or no um if it was an in- if i was looking for an interview then i put in the date of the interview um and you know it just simple things like that and then i've obviously set it up so if something was a no it it, it some conditional formatting because obviously I, I could do those kind of things but if you if you uh, don't hey. know how to do them <laughs> you were hey selling it there um you know it, it goes red so you know that you don't apply for those anymore but i've also yeah. put in on my emails an email box that says rejected roles because then i mm. know i don't need I shouldn't pursue that again, but I have a record yeah. of who I applied for. And if you're lucky enough to get feedback as to what it, you know, what it is, you can always go back after you've kind of had your rejection, dealt with the rejection, then go back and see what the ad- feedback was and then look to improve on that. If you've, like say, if you've yeah. had that feedback and I think uh-huh. Simple. It's just really simple. It's so important, isn't it? And it is. It is literally. And I say it's it's like it's like planning a project. And the reality is, getting a new role is is like planning a project, whether you're in a role or not in a role. Um, It is just like planning and and delivering. Do do you do you tweak your? Because one thing I used to do is, obviously, you do this when you're in business. But you but you tweak your CV. And because I certainly used to to be looking for new roles. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yep. So for me, I've got, yeah. I've got, depending on the job role, and I think the other thing is just think outside the box of what your job role is because your job role could be several things, not just the one that you've been labeled with in your current position or your previous position. So like mine is client delivery, which you know, could be program manager, it could be business relationship manager, it could be change manager, it could be, you know, you could go back onto your previous roles, which I was a test manager, so I could do QA manager, test manager, various other elements. And you could just think outside the box and think, well, how else can I spin my role and my skill set to fit in Mm. and to meet other criteria? So, you know, another thing to keep on your spreadsheets is, the type of role um, and spin your CVs up that have those, those buzzwords because you've got to remember nowadays CVs go through uh, a software that picks out buzzwords that meet with the job description. And if it doesn't pick up that and the the skills and your desirables and you're not on those keywords, you'll get rejected straight away. Yeah, and it, I think it definitely is about tailoring that CV, and a, you know, as much as you can bang CVs out to it, you know, a thousand places in one in one go. Actually, you you do have to put a bit of of, of work in just to target them. But this all takes time. This this you know this this is you know as they say, it's a full time job to get a job. Um, you know, it's ex- it's exhausting, and I, you know how how you know coping coping with it right now is you know bad enough. But I mean, you know, would you are you, are you, do you recommend people should work seven days a week on this? No, I, I think seven days. Obviously, you need a bit. Of, you need a bit of a break. I mean, I do personally. So my personal thing is, I do Monday to Thursday, and I do from about ten a.m. till about six p.m. And I'm literally just across yeah. job boards, different things, different things. In the meantime, I'm also doing stuff within within the support group because it's it's a structure and it's like a working day. Um, yeah. You know, I'm making contacts. I'm networking. I'm sending messages out to people. I'm replying to emails. Um, I'm updating my CV, changing my covering letter, updating my spreadsheet for any feedback that I get. And, you know, that in itself is is, is, is like a working day. Um, so I do yeah. four days full on. I spend really important. Yeah. You know, I spend Friday then re evaluating what I've done for the week and where else and where what else can I go with you know what's out there and i can kind of see how the market's changing and then i use saturday and sunday as what it is it's the weekend it's time for me to spend time with you know with my wife um, yeah exactly yeah you know and you know and i just literally that is my time she is lovely she has to be lovely she's my wife um you know we're not all lucky enough i realize but you know even if you just with friends family whatever (laughs) it's your well mm, you know it's your time it's your time for you however you want to spend that um no it's it's and it's important and then monday you start again uh, but I know, you know, I see some people on LinkedIn, you know, and, and and I speak to colleagues and friends and, you know, they're at it six days a week. And I think, yes, it's great that you're doing that, but what are you getting out of it? And how are you, yeah. how are you recharging yourself? And yeah, no, I, you have I, I, to recharge I, I, yourself. It can, be, it can be such a stress, you know, there's, there's so much emotions going on, you know, especially if you've ever done, you know, it's, it, you, you grieve for your job. I mean, I've, I've been there, you grieve for your job. 
And then you're then desperate because you want to get the your next job because you're worried about your mortgage or your rent and your bills and your family and all this. It's it's a stressful time. And actually you do need, you know, you've got to give yourself space and you can't just be running at it all the time because, you know, you know, when you finished a race, you are just exhausted. You know, you can't yeah, just and keep you, running and running and running. Giving your space is so important. Yeah, you know, and we, you know, we touched on earlier about the, you know, your men, the mental health and the other thing around mm. that. And I think, you know, it it is you 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 do need to have that rest time and you do need to have that recharge time. And you know, it, the worst person is you, you're going to judge yourself more than somebody else will judge you for not doing something. But I think mm. it's it's getting teaching yourself that, you know, it's okay to take a break and it's okay to recharge. I'm so proud of you for setting up that network group. By the way, I think I think that networking group is, um, you know, that support group is just is absolutely just, you know, it's it's so very unique. It's so very it's very <laughs> lovely. It's just, you know, you're 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 giving back, you know, often often more than more than you you take. And I, I, it's, you're you're such a lovely, passionate, powerful person for it. And the one thing we should touch on though, and I and I and I live always quoting this, and I don't know where I get the quote from, but but just. You know, when when guys apply for jobs versus when women apply for jobs, they they often approach things quite differently. And yeah, and do. you know, you must have you must have heard this. You know, can you remind the listeners what 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 that is? So I think it's the female thinking versus the male thinking of a role. So yeah. for me, it's a case of so an example would be I look at a role and I see that it, say it requires a certain skill set or a certain qualification. Now I know I could do that role, but because I don't have that skill, a, a specific, a maybe or two, maybe one or two skill sets that it's, it deems to be essential, I tend not to apply for those, even though I know I could probably either obtain that skill set in the job or prior to the job. But I won't apply for it. Whereas you may have a male thinking and this is not all the case so you know I don't want to get a load of abuse but you know it'll be a case of <laughs> no I can I you know I can do that and I'm just going to go for it and that and I'm going to get that job and I think you know it, it it's all a, it, it's just all about your mindsets and you know there's it's almost like the battle of the sexes from the 70s you know from Billie G King and the, the other guy that said that he couldn't beat her at tennis or she couldn't beat him at tennis and it was like male versus female and obviously she proved him wrong um yeah. but it, it is it, I think it's important to try to come out of that mindset and it if it's something that's been embedded for so long it is very difficult to change your memory to do that uh, by the way, I'm certainly not encouraging guys to go. Actually, they shouldn't apply for jobs because they, you know, they might just have that skill. But but my advice definitely is, you know, women pick up and and know that we do this. We we look at a, a list of things and we think, oh well, I I, I think I've done that. I, I'm not quite sure. You know, it, it's having the confidence to 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 say this is a role that I can do, and there may be some things on there that. You know, I might have just touched on, but it's a role I could do and I should apply for it. I think just having the confidence to go for it is, you know, it's really hard, especially if you've just been knocked back with with the redundancy. But, you know, women especially, you are amazing. You know, you know we can do this. And men, you can also yeah, do and this. I think it's, you know, yeah, and I think it, you know, it, it, it's almost sad in a way that we as females think that way. And we shouldn't. We really shouldn't because yeah. we are we, we can multitask and we know that men can't multitask. So we should be able to 
<laughs> I'm going to put it really controversial out there, you know, just in case. You know, just keep, keep it going. Um, so, you know, and so we know we can do things and we know we can pick things up. And I think it's just don't be scared to apply for those things. And it's something that I'm learning to do. And I, I, you know, and I will be the first to admit it's not easy because it's easier to say I can't do something than it is to say I can yeah. do something. To be fair, we should we should have a whole thing on gender. We should we should invite Colin as well. Um, obviously, Colin's Colin's not doing this podcast with me today, but we should. You mean Colin should talk about um, gender diversity? <laughs> quite today, actually. That'd be interesting. Yes. Oh dear. Yes, God, could I could just imagine. Upon. I could just imagine. <laughs> yeah. I could just yeah. imagine that. Yeah. But I think you know, on the back of that, I think you know there are a lot of people on LinkedIn that are supportive regardless of gender um who you know have gone over and above to try to support people and you know you've got gary wills he's set up furlearn.com and it's to help those people that were or are furloughed and want to need a bit of oomph or or set up redundancy and there's a lot of people that's part of that 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 group if you like um and if you're not on the group get on the group because he does a lot of webinars and he's got I think some like 12 people in, in different sectors who are helping people along. And he, he's just really brilliant. Um, and there's a few others. You've got Fraser Knuckle and Will Southers. Yeah, and all they'll do is they'll read your – yeah, and what they'll do is they'll they'll just – they'll pick up your your notification on LinkedIn and they'll just share it. That's, you that's know, and they'll share it with name. their networks. So I think, you know, it's – when, when I said earlier about, you know, people that were really caring and sharing, there was, there is a lot of love on LinkedIn at the moment because a lot of people are in the same position and all they want to do is help. Yeah, I think I think that widening network and, and, and just these lovely helpful people, you know, I, I just hope it continues. I hope I hope when we're when we're when we're properly through this, I just hope we continue that kindness. Um, and I, I think you know, in some ways that a lot of people will because they'll say, oh, I got this role because of so-and-so or this person yeah. sent me this role and they'll pay it forward. And I think that's that's the key here is a lot of people are paying it forward. I mean, I see stuff on LinkedIn. I can't do that role. But because I've built up my network now and I'm continuing to build up my network, I just literally go, Karen is sharing. Here's a role. Is, you know, Does anybody know anyone? And it just starts to kind of – it's the domino effect on the back of that and out of that yeah. someone who is in the position of being made redundant or whatever will actually get a role <laughs> and for me that's just yeah, that's, that's such absolutely. a joy so, yeah. so i yeah. just so for anybody that's listening i want client delivery project management test management <laughs> roles okay so you know, just, just I'll, 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 you know, connect with me on LinkedIn and uh, Nikki Burns Marrero and, you know, just send them through. You are genuinely amazing. I, I you know, I, 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 I would love to work with you. I would love to work with you. No really? roles like that, but I would love you... to work. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll bear that in mind next time when the role comes out. I think, I think we'd work with you all together, actually. I do. Uh, I, I would or hope that not. we would. I, don't, I, don't. <laughs> I, I do too. I do too. I, I think we would compliment each other very well. Yes. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. Does that mean I piss you off? <laughs> so, so for well, the, then I, I can I go. Just like you know, the, the, 
I think I think the one thing I I I I, I do want to share is that you know some people are just after any job, and I think I think sometimes you know when when things are quite desperate, it's just any job is sometimes not good enough. It might be good enough for that moment, but I think people just have to be care just careful just not to go for any job that they want because as soon as they've got a job, you, you know it's really hard to then go and get the the the, the job that you actually wanted because. You know, as we know from this, as we talked about, people are being in you know, a six, seven day weeks looking for a job. It's a full time job getting a job. So just make sure you're, you know, cautious about the jobs that you're applying for and the jobs you accept when you when you get there because you, yeah, you, you know, you, yeah, it's 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 a tough one. It's a tough one to get the balance right. But there's n- there's no point in going for a job that you're just not going to want. No, and I think it's also you know you got to think about the investment because it's the other person's investment in you and and looking at your CV, bringing you in for an interview, giving you the role, and then also your effort in putting into that role. And I think that if you're a bit blasé about it and you don't really want it, but you're just thinking, well, I need something, but you you don't have any, mm. you don't have a real desire to stay, or it's just it's an interim. Um, then maybe, you know, rather than look for a permanent position, you look for a contracting position because, and then yeah. you, while you're contracting, then you look for your permanent position because then it gives you that bit more flexibility if that's how you want it to go. But I think if you're looking for a permanent role, don't take a permanent role just because it's the one that comes along. Have have something behind that and have some passion behind that because yeah. you'll, you'll want to stay and there's nothing worse than going to a job because you, you feel that you have to and then not enjoy it. We've all done that. <laughs> We've all well, done we, have. <laughs> we have. We have. Our, our time is up. It's been lovely, lovely chatting to you. Have you got any final words of, of wisdom? Because I'm not going to add any final words of wisdom. It's actually all yours. Final, so words, final of words of wisdom. Okay, ignore Rebecca Fox now. Um, final <laughs> words of wisdom um, would be plug at it network 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 just literally send your name out send a little message and people will connect with you and people will help you but do network um, and don't be afraid to ask for help if you need help with your cvs ask for it if you need help with recovering letters ask for it there are so many people out there that are willing to do that for you i, I can't stress enough just ask for help that's lovely. And this, Nikki, good luck with your search. I'm sure you. we'll chat soon. I'm Maybe sure we will. Podcast, um, where I can say lovely. congratulations on what that amazing Thank you very much is. for having me. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.